This is the Come Follow Me podcast with Jaron Bunny. Each week, I'll get with a group of church members from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in the Los Angeles area to discuss the Come Follow Me manual. Just because you may not have been like given that gift doesn't mean you can't like develop it. Special Chapter 8 really honed in on how much God loves us. Their interpretations, feelings, and insights to help you study. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Come Follow Me Podcast. We're back, baby, and we're better than ever with a better microphone, thanks to my friends who, shout out to my friends who bought me a microphone. Um, Also, I hope everyone's having a great summer. I know I am, and this episode, we were able to sit down with Emma and Kate, and it has been so much fun, and we laughed a lot, you can tell, throughout the whole episode. Um, So much that we actually had to start over because the first part when we tried to initially start this podcast, we were just laughing too much that we had to like just get back to reality, get our bearings and start over again. So this is actually recording number two that we did for the podcast. I hope you guys really enjoy it. I know we had so much fun doing it. All right, let's get started. And me and Emma go way back. Way back. Circa BYU days. Don't even know. Kate, not that far back. Smear <laughs> <laughs> <Just> months. Smear <laughs> months. But it's been great so far. So today we're studying Romans 7 through 16. Overcome evil with good. So I always pose this question. First thoughts, impressions, overall feelings. We don't have to go too deep. Just kind of like generally, how do you feel? I mean, I felt great. Oh, good. <laughs> I also felt like it was a lot of chapters. It was a lot of so chapters. Lot to so yeah, I I'm gonna be honest. I did a little like skim read, like fast read, great. because we just yeah. we didn't have. Side note for the listeners here. We didn't have much time. We had like a couple days. That That's not to say short <laughs> this will not be an uh, excellent episode. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, it will. Um, but for me, my feelings, um, I learned a lot. Yeah. And I, I don't remember the last time I read these chapters. Right. And it's talking a lot about um, Paul. And was it like the, the like a like a message to the saints or like a letter to this? I think it was a letter to the saints. It was a letter. It was yeah. a letter. Yeah. To the Romans. To the Romans. Yeah. But he was also talking to like the saints the of the church, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> I think Better so. brush up on my church. <laughs> um, but yeah, so when I guess when we opened up to the epistle of the Romans. Paul greeted church members in Rome by calling them beloved of God who were called to be saints. Something that I wrote down here is some just personal advice for me. I was like, we need this advice so much in these latter days. Oh, it was this part right here. Be not overcome of evil, he said, both evil in the world and evil in ourselves, but overcome evil with good. 
And I was like, it's kind of like checks and balances within ourselves, like checking to make sure that I am doing, saying, acting the way that like saints or people that are beloved of God should act. I don't know. That's kind of what I got in this first section part. Did you guys think of anything that came to mind? I mean, to be honest, Kate and I were kind of talking before and we were kind of like, I don't really like think much about the <laughs> of overcome evil with good. Like I feel like I got other things out of it. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess that's like the beauty of scriptures, scriptures and scripture study is that like you could get and group studying because yeah. we're all going to get different things out of it. Yeah, totally. My take was a little different okay. than yours. I noted the part he it's just in the text. They yeah. Say, um, Paul went on to share tender counsel for all of us who feel, who struggle to feel beloved and for whom saintless, saintliness may seem out of reach. And just the idea of the struggle to feel beloved is such a universal theme. Yeah. And I feel like these, especially chapter eight, really honed in on how much God loves us. Totally. It's such a crucial part. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's going to be crucial for you to recognize, I guess, sin or like things that are getting in your way and to overcome them, to recognize that like you can and that God loves you, that you're doing okay. But great. So that's just the first part. So great. Breezing through. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So second part, Romans seven through eight. If I follow the spirit, I can overcome sin and prepare for an inheritance with God. So some of the questions that they pose in this part um, are talking about like in chapter eight, he talks about hope mm-hmm. and it's like, what reasons for this hope do you find in Romans eight? Um, backtracking, he talks about warring between the natural man and our righteous desires. I've never like, I don't know, warring. I was like, what is warring? Is it like just like the war within yourself or do you guys know that word would be? Like internal battle. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say more like a battle. Like my note next to that was like that it's a constant battle to like oppose yeah. like your natural inclinations as like a mortal person and like the spirit and trying to be like, cause we're striving to be someone that's immortal, right? Like we're right. trying to be people that like we live eternally. And so you're constantly like going back and forth. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Um, did you guys catch any like reasons for hope in chapter eight? Um, I wrote like eight twenty six that the spirit also help with our infirmities. Like it's always going to be like helpful. Like God is always going to give us aid when we need it. Um, and it's also talking about you might also look for blessings that come from having the spirit of God that dwells within you. And then it says, how can you seek companionship of the Holy Ghost more full in your life? Which I'm always trying to figure that out too. Yeah, that that question was kind of hard for me because it's like what I'm like trying to pinpoint something specific. So I kind of rephrased it and was like, what am I doing like at this point in my life that's preventing me from having the oh, spirit good. with me? Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's, that was my question. I feel like... Gaining the spirit, it just takes a lot of action. Like, yeah. recently, I'm trying to learn how to do some different languages of coding. And it's like, okay, I'm not just going to like also know this information. Like, I have to put in the work to understand it and to like really fully get into it. But I'm lazy. 
I go home. I don't want to get back on the computer. I'm on the computer all day. And sometimes I feel like that's the same thing with like trying to, I don't know, have the spirit within me all the time. I'm lazy. I'm just lazy. I don't pick up maybe the scriptures or I don't pick up come follow me. So it's hard to over, I guess it is that warring, overcoming, I don't know, yourself and your laziness. Yeah. And you like, you have to really want it. Yeah. It's not just going to come. No. And like even just doing the actions, it's not just going to come if you're not like truly striving. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm realizing in my own life. Um, any other thoughts? So yeah. in the Joseph Smith translation of Romans 7 verse 18, Paul's saying, now then it is no more that I do sin, but I seek to subdue that sin which dwelleth in me. I thought that was Ooh, interesting. It's subdue. not like we'll ever, being given that we're mortal and like of the flesh, we won't completely be rid of like oh yeah sin, right? The natural like, man is just like, always going to be in us. There. It's like con- this constant hey guys so this is editing jaren here and while we were recording and talking about things all of a sudden emma and kate's sink started bubbling up with fluid and we got distracted and so we had to cut the podcast and then keep going once we figured out what was going on with the sink okay okay so we were talking about subdue anyway i just thought that was interesting (laughs) that like paul was constantly trying to subdue sin and not like i think sometimes i think like i have to be completely rid of be rid of sin and like me on my own that's not possible but obviously through like the atonement and this the savior, then that's yeah feasible. No, I like that. I like that nugget of truth. Moving on to Romans 8. Is there something? <laughs> Moving on to Romans 8, 17 through 39 now. Okay, this part I really like. The eternal, the eternal glory that awaits the faithful far outweighs the trials of mortality. Thank goodness. <laughs> No, it says just a few years after Paul wrote this epistle, the saints in Rome suffered horrific persecutions, which that's, that's, it's like that trial of faith. Like there is like a cycle of like, you, like you ask, you get that trial of faith, you push through it, you receive your witness at the end. It's like all over the scriptures in people's lives. But what do you find in Romans 8, 17 through 39 that might have helped these saints when persecuted came? Persecution came. How might these words apply to you and the trials you currently face? Did you guys get anything out of this part? Yeah. I'm trying to remember. There's a lot there. There's time. <laughs> this whole, like, just in that, like, section of verses, but, like, this whole chapter, too. It's just, like, so there's so many gems. Um, Kate, will you read that quote that Linda S. Reeves? It's in the manual. For sure. Yeah. Got it. I wrote she a had, side note. Thing highlighted, and, highlighted. I, and I wrote a side note that just says, yes. Yes, all of them. <laughs> so. I do not know why we have the many trials that we have, but it is my personal feeling that the reward is so great, so eternal and everlasting, so joyful and beyond our understanding that in that day of reward, we may feel to say to our merciful, loving Father, was that all that was required? 
I believe that if we could daily remember and recognize the depth of that love our Heavenly Father and our Savior have for us, we would be willing to do anything to be back in their presence again, surrounded by their love eternally. What will it matter what we suffered here if, in the end, those trials are the very things which qualify us for eternal life and exaltation in the kingdom of God with our Father and Savior? I love it. Man, it's so good. good. It just puts it all in perspective. Because I feel like sometimes we, well, we just only see like the day, the week, the month, the year. Like we don't see the eternal perspective of what's going on. Mm -hmm. And like no matter the trials that we have here, like it's fine because it's going to bring us closer. And it's going to like what she said right here, what will... What will it matter what we suffered here if in the end those trials are the very things that qualify us for eternal life? It almost like gives this air of like, like something that's really like trials are like something that's like obviously sucks in the moment, but in the long run, like really special and even like sacred. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to think. I think there was also. I would say something I really liked. Of course. I really liked the last like 35 through 39. In chapter eight. Oh wait, wait! Look at this, love eight versus thirty-five through thirty-nine. Heart poem. <laughs> Guys, it's so <laughs> exciting. Oh my god! <laughs> We're all what? What are the odds? You guys. Okay. Like yes. Honestly, Can you uh, Emma just read those those verses because I felt so loved. Okay. Uh, so starting with 35. thirty-five. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. I love it. I, so when I read that, I was thinking first, if I were some of the saints that were like, um, that Paul was referring to and like writing this to. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about them and the like persecutions that they were about to face mm-hmm. and wondering if I would have had like the level of like awareness to go back and like read these words during that time of persecution. Right. Um, because based on like the brief little dive into history that I did, like the emperor over the Romans at that time was like literally putting orders out to kill Christians Yikes. Um, so I would hope that I would have like the insight to go back and like read these words because they're like powerful, so comforting. Yeah, that's very true. Man, what a troubling time for the saints. Like sometimes we think like, oh man, like the pioneers. Well, I mean, the pioneers did have it bad. That was rough. That was rough. That. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> Yeah, but like I feel like sometimes like the persecution that we're going through as saints now, it's like a spiritual war. It's just different. It's a different kind of war that we're dealing with. I like where he says um, that we can be more than conquerors. Yeah, and like the caveat being like through Jesus. Yeah, relying on Him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I love that. 
That is so funny that we all loved those <laughs> scriptures. What are the odds? Okay. Um, oh, yeah. And then there was this thing that in the end of that said, decide what you will do to daily remember and recognize God's love for you. Okay. So I've been reading this self-help book. And it talks about like saying three things that you're grateful. It was talking about gratitude and saying three things that you're grateful about. Like just stopping and like remembering like mm-hmm. you should be grateful every day. And I wrote down, I was like, I should say three things each day that witness God's love for me. Because it's like the mm-hmm. same. I feel like, yeah. yeah. That's like a way to daily remember. Just like put that any time in the day, really. Maybe I'll do it at lunch. I like to like to make a habit. Like I have to associate it with something that I do every day. Do this and then you do that. Yeah, I eat lunch at work every day. I could do it in my head every day at lunch. That's what I'm gonna do. I like that. I I mean, it just brings like a added level of like awareness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bringing you know like your worship and everything into your daily life, not just on Sundays. How do you guys daily remember? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about that all week. I'm just like, even just like reading this one chapter was like yeah. such a like spiritual high. I was like, yeah. oh, I'm like so loved. And yeah. like all of this is like such great text to read. Yeah. And so I was like, why don't I do this every day? If right. I feel like it makes me feel this good. Right. And so I think it's just making the habits. I know. Why are we so bad about habits? I mean, why are we so bad about the good habits but the bad habits are really easy i know i ate a bag full of cookies <laughs> from costco i got this Costco. okay for, this is not an ad but just for all my listeners that has a costco membership right now there is this thing called heavenly hunks you think it's like kind of sexy but it's not it's just these cookies they're oatmeal with dark chocolate and it tastes like cookie dough or like a no-bake cookie they're, Are they refrigerated? No, but I did put them in the refrigerator to make oh. myself think that it was cookie dough. Oh. But it's not. Yum. It is so good. I had the office buy some, and it made everyone try one. Way to go. Anyways, but that was the mistake. I'll never be able to buy those again because I'll just eat them all. Bad habit. <laughs> <laughs> Habits are hard. <laughs> you know, developing those good habits. I know. It takes time. It takes effort. I know. Obviously. But I wish it could be just like those bag of family <laughs> hunks. <laughs> it is just as good. It is just as good. And nourishing. <laughs> and everyone go buy some heavenly hunks. <laughs> and heavenly hunks is listening. Please sponsor. <laughs> okay. Or but- just send us a free sample. Yeah. My uh, boss today, because he's like, do you have any sponsorships for your podcast yet? I was like, no. Wait, but- does your boss listen to your pod? No. Oh. But we, I talk about it often. And he's like, do you have any? And I have enough listeners that I could be sponsored. Oh, and so okay. he's like, oh, you should have it sponsored. And I was like, I don't know. It's kind of weird to have it sponsored. It's about, like, religion. I don't know. I feel <laughs> kind of weird. And he's like, yeah, but all the money you get from the sponsorship could just go to the church. And I was like, what a lovely idea. So if you want to sponsor this podcast, I want to donate the money to the church. (laughs) Maybe to the missionary fund. I don't know. Great. Yeah. Okay. Romans 8, 29 through 30, 9 through 11. Big chunks as well. Okay. What did Paul mean by predestinate, election, and for? No. Kate, go. (laughs) Are you kidding me? (laughs) 
I wish everyone could see her face right now. I wrote it okay so I've been like I was like I need a little help I did a lifeline and I went on lds.org found a teacher student manual thing Great. yeah and, and a lot of information uh, too much information in ways but um one part that I liked one little nugget was an election of grace in D&C 84, 98 through 102, in Romans 11, 1 through 5, one situation of mortality being born at a time, place, circumstance where one will contact the gospel took place before this life. Like it was told before this life that you would be in contact with the gospel and you would just be born at the right time, place, and circumstance. It's kind of crazy to think about. It's bonkers. My head cannot handle it. I know. Because and then you get into this whole like... Pre-mortal. You get into the pre-mortal life, which is fun. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of unknowns, but exciting, right? That's the exciting Do you ever like, well, sometimes I'm baffled by how much God knows me. Mm -hmm. Example recently. So I'm trying to figure out like what I'm going to do with my career. What's going to happen? What am I supposed to do? I pray about it. I get the answer. Be still. Don't do anything. I didn't like that answer. I was like, that's not me. <laughs> Do you even know me? Like, I'm like, <laughs> you know, I can't be still. So I was like, I'm going to prove the spirit wrong, is what I thought. That'll go well. <laughs> yep. No. It's good cool. habit. Good habit, right? Way to be. So then I go out and I like try to find jobs and I like found a job. I get one, whatever. And then in the end, I was like, man, I'm not supposed to take this job. I'm supposed to just stay here and be still. And then I was like, you win again, Holy Ghost, you know me so well. So now I'm just like, learn my lesson over and over again. When the Spirit tells you something, just do it. But also that God knows me so well, more than I know myself. And so I totally believe that I was born in a time, place, circumstances that I was supposed to contact the gospel and have this podcast. (laughs) All coming together. Living your best life. <laughs> Not even. No. But yeah, I thought that was really cool. Um, and then I, I think I also found a quote too that I really liked. Let's see if I can find it here. Bruce R. McConkie mm-hmm. explained the greatest and the most important talent or capacity that any of the spirit children of the Father could gain is the talent of spirituality. Most of those who gained this talent were chosen before they were born to come to earth as members of the house of Israel. They were foreordained to receive the blessings that the Lord promised to Abraham and to a seed in all their generations. The for, this for ordination is an election. Cool. Yeah. I believe yeah. it. That's really cool. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks I wrote it. Thanks I mean, about it. I feel like you could like dive into like a whole nother episode just on like spirituality, spirituality. and like what that means. But I think, like, like okay, not to get sappy, but Emma, I feel like... Sharon. <laughs> no, like, my friends that are, like, spiritual people, I feel like it is truly a gift that you have. Yeah. Like, you seek for the spirit. That is That must come from before you were here on earth. 
You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, but just because you may not have been like given that gift doesn't mean you can't like develop it and totally okay. you can totally yeah. develop it. But it's yeah, because gifts you if any good gift that comes from God or that like would benefit you and the kingdom of God, you can ask for it. I learned that a couple years ago that you can just ask for gifts. It's the coolest thing. So crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So it says also here, however, Paul emphasized in Romans 9 through 11, that no matter how we come into the house of Israel or become the member of, of the church, all people must receive salvation individually through faith in Jesus Christ and obedience to his commandments. So we have a choice is what I wrote. Um, so no matter if you were foreordained to like hear the gospel, to know it and to be at this time and place, um, you get to choose what you want to do about that, which is pretty rad too. Like having a choice. Um, what am like, what am I doing personally to help introduce people or like bring the knowledge of the gospel? Emma, being on this podcast right now. Uh-huh. You know what? This is a one and only time. <laughs> <laughs> no way I'm bringing it back. Season three. <laughs> Season three, F1. Stay tuned. Um, no, because I just feel like it's it's like something that's so significant in my life. Yeah. And something that I've been consciously trying to be better at just like sharing anything and everything. Yeah. Um, in just like, you know, casual conversation. Right. Um, it's hard. It's hard to do. But once you start doing it, it's just like, is not. Right. I don't know. Maybe it's obviously easier for some people than others, but. Yeah, I think, um, like for me, I'm like, I'll talk about the gospel. I love, I love talking about it to yeah. like strangers. And like, um, I went to this like show recently and this guy was talking about how, you know, he's a believer in Christ and he like talked about it with his music and everyone was asking questions afterwards when he did a set about God and his relationship. And afterwards I went up to him and I said, that's really cool. I also believe in God. And we started talking about it and I shared in the podcast. He's a follower now. All so right. shout out shout to out. Thunderstorm is his name. Thunderstorm. Thunderstorm if you're listening. <laughs> How's it going? I love that. Yeah, it was really cool. So, no, we all got to do our part. Gather that Israel. Romans 12 through 16. Wow, it was a big chunk. Let's talk about it. A lot of chapters. Kate, <laughs> you take over you this take one. You take over this one, Kate. <laughs> Paul invites me to become a true saint and follower of Jesus Christ. I wrote down a scripture that I really liked. Because it's like, share your desires with your, your Heavenly Father in prayer and ask for his help. But I like the, the scripture, verse 21. I don't know what chapter. Oh, shoot. Oh. <laughs> you got a lot of chapters to go through. Yeah. Be not mm-hmm. overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. I mean, it's really that simple. So Just simple. like, be good. Be nice to others. Yeah. Have the spirit with you. I that mean, was chapter 12. Ah, yes. Thank you. Emma. What are you thinking? What are your thoughts? On that verse? Or <laughs> no, like just on the section. 12 through 16. <laughs> 12 through 16. <laughs> overall feelings, thoughts. I didn't dive in too deep on these ones. Yeah. Mainly because 8 was so meaty. Yeah. Yeah, was 8 like, was so good. Nothing can top this. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Ooh, 
What is this? Romans 12, 1 through 2. Present your bodies as a living sacrifice. Elder D. Todd Christofferson of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles taught, As our body is in the instrument of our spirit, it is vital that we care for it as best as we can. We should consecrate its powers to serve the further the work of Christ. Said Paul, I beseech you that therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God. Yeah. I need to take care of my body more and like not eat those cookies. <laughs> no, you need to, you need to be sponsored. <laughs> we need those cookies. <laughs> no, I kind of like that. I like the idea of like presenting your body as a living sacrifice. That's cool imagery. Okay, we can now move on to. What? <laughs> I didn't do that part. Oh, there's one little nugget, Emma. There's one last nugget. All right, so I found this little part and ideas for family scripture study and family home evening that I liked. Romans fourteen thirteen through twenty one. Um, and it talks about your family might benefit from studying Paul's counsel about judging and arguing with the, about the personal preferences of others. Perhaps you should discuss appropriate ways to respond when other choices differ from yours. How can we be more mindful of how our choices affect others? And then it talks about judging others. Stop it. The, um, the like little video that, um, Uchtdorf talks and I just wrote a little piece that, or I just copied and pasted here. The Apostle Paul, and this is what Uchtdorf said in this talk. The Apostle Paul in this letter to the Romans said that those who pass judgment on others are inexcusable. The moment we judge someone else, we expl he explained, we condemn ourselves for none is without sin. Refusing to forgive is a grievous sin, one the Savior warned against. Jesus' own disciples had sought occasion against each other and forgave not one another in their hearts. And for this evil, they were af afflicted and sorely chastened. Um, oh, I like that part in your quote where it says, um, the um, Jesus' disciples had sought occasion against each other and... Forgave not one another in their, in their hearts. hearts. I think it's in their hearts. Yeah. I think it's easy to goes up to someone's face and say that you forgive them but in your heart you still because obviously I've done this and still do it you have like a sense of resentment towards that yeah. person and I don't think at least personally that's not like an indication that I've forgiven them in my heart you know because yeah. I still hold this grudge yeah it's hard to let things go sometimes yeah. um and when you see that person you just remember the hurt that they caused you. Yeah. And instead of just like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm still struggling with like trying to let things go, especially when you feel like you deserve an apology or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, or even like, where's my apology? Or something. Yeah. Like it's Kate, hard. And I, Kate and I were driving to the beach on Saturday and there was so much traffic and yeah. this guy got mad at me for Oh, I don't even yeah. know why. And then I was just like so like other little things were happening and I yeah. just got so irritable. And I was like when we were pulling into the parking lot, which had a giant line to get into. Of course. And then the beach was packed, obviously. I was like, Kate. And I kind of said it in a rude tone, but I was like, Kate, isn't it kind of crazy that all of these people are God's children? 
and I didn't say it in like a kind like oh my gosh this is this so is amazing, amazing. You know, like, I was like what <laughs> but I feel like if I <laughs> I feel like if I had flipped just my tone and said like um and just kind of let those dumb little frivolous things go that and like recognize like and seeing someone literally as a child of God I think at least for me it's a little bit easier to yeah. have that like sense of forgiveness or whatever in your heart yeah but it's a constant battle, battle. a warring a warring full circle especially with this traffic around here <laughs> <laughs> um no I, I agree I think I don't know why it, it is hard to like just remove it completely it just takes time like time heals all it's part of mortality and you make yeah. it out yeah yeah and we need these trials so amen <laughs> any less words i mean we it was a short it felt like it was a short section usually it's like a couple pages long this was like page and a half really long um any comments or thoughts about even like come follow me so far in your life um how it's affected you how it's helped you study um anything that you have thought with this manual have you studied it <laughs> okay yeah I mean I've studied it not as much as I would maybe like but thanks to you I really, <laughs> I really dove a little bit deeper isn't it like different when you have to study to talk about it you study yeah. it way it's differently terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but no I, I feel like I get more out of it this way if anything this podcast is just for me to yeah, like no, study yeah, I agree I feel like I got a lot more out of it than if I hadn't been invited to come on the podcast. How many times? Okay, I have invited Emma so many times on the podcast, and every time she's just like, nope. There's and no what was way. my stipulation? I'll do it if Kate, Kate does it. No! <laughs> so everyone, this is your one and only time that you'll be getting Kate and I on the podcast, and I'm sure it'll be the only time you ever want us to no, it was great. Are you kidding me? You're going to come back often. You'll be a recurring guest. <laughs> we'll take over when you're out of town. Oh, that'd be great. I asked Steve one time. I was like, Steve, could you just be like, because the summer was busy. I was like, Steve, you should just take over as the host. <laughs> no. Shut that one down. <laughs> but no, um, I'm sure this podcast will episode will be record breaking. Record high numbers. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs>